2: debbie allen show i'm your host debbie allen here on g radio new york city i am so excited about this show i'm really excited about um, all the callers that are going to call in we got all the the bugs taken care of the phone systems are working so please call in um want to hear your questions your advice your stories um even some laughter, Um, please call in. Um, I'm going to continue talking about the real life issues and how to overcome um, hard circumstances in your life and how to have a healthy attitude and a healthy self-love. I want to hear some stories of people who have gone through hard times. I'm going to play a song after um, recapping what I spoke about last week about my uh, my life story. But um, it's really important because I know that there are people out there who don't want to call in and they're listening and they're looking for hope. Um, and then there's a lot of people that, that do have it all together and they have no clue that anybody can ever go through such, tragic things and actually come out on top and not be angry and not be bitter. So uh, last week I was talking about my life and how I grew up in Chicago and um, lived in the rough areas and saw more than I wanted to see uh, living around gangs and uh, being in a survival mode that whole time. Uh, with me and my sister and how my aunt Vicky, she was hanging around the wrong people and she and her girlfriend both got killed because the drug dealers overdosed them with heroin and how I stayed away from drugs was from that example. I was like, no, no, I'm not going that route. Um, it's just, uh, it's lethal, and I want to stay alive, so I'm staying away from drugs, period. Um, anyways, it's toxic, and it will kill you. I mean, if you don't think it will, I mean, just look it around. You hear all the stories constantly. Um, drugs do kill. And if you don't ever think it's going to happen to you, please, please believe that it can't happen to you, and I don't want that to happen to you. So this is my whole motivation of why I'm coming on the radio is to help people, to encourage people, to spread love to other people, inspire them, and empower each other because we are more powerful together than we are just alone. So please speak out and please share if you're going through something or if you've overcome something, please you know, call in and, and give us some advice of how you overcame it, please. So um, after I moved to Wisconsin with my mother, I was um, a runaway teenager, ended up in a foster home, and uh, after I was there for about a year and a half, started changing my life and went to college and then moved back to Chicago and then met my former husband, and then he was in the military, and we moved. And then I had three kids, and this is kind of like just a short recap of last week. If you want to listen to uh, my life story, it's from um, last week, last Thursday, I believe. Um, So anybody who even has a teenager that is going through what I went through, I want you to call in, and if you just want to talk, I'm here. This is a, a safe zone There is no judgment at all. I'm here to help. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there who feel the same way, and we will all encourage one another. So um, I'm going to play this song for you. It's called Wildflower, and I want you to listen to the words.
0: Imagine Many times Her eyes fall back to G Lord, Lord And when her useful world Was about to fall in possession I would prefer from the garden to the line. Freedom, all that she knows, love, love When you walk into her eyes, you won't believe The way she thought always saying, for a dead she lands I know you have it hard sometimes, but when you feel like you need me, or you can call me, you see, because I'll be somewhere around, you see, not only that, you see, I'll be your bridge over troubled waters, you see, the reason why I say this, baby, is because I love you, girl, I love you so much. Sometimes I can't even explain. You see, you're like a flower that blooms in any
1: season.
0: And that's why I like to say, You're my flower, baby. You're my flower. Oh, baby. A flower. My flower Flower Is you baby
2: back to the Debbie Allen Show, and I'm your host, Debbie Allen, on G Radio NYC. I want to thank all of you listeners, and I want to thank my producer, Greg Lassiter, and I hope that I have some callers We would love to hear your advice on how to overcome hard times, um, how to really love yourself and give some advice to other people out there who are listening. And they may be even contemplating taking their life because they feel like they have no hope. The one thing that I would like to say is that it all starts with your thoughts. Times that I had, I mean, many, many times that I had to step back and take a look what I was thinking about because your thoughts will either give you life or they will destroy your life so take a look at your thoughts because you've heard the saying that you become what you think and it's very true because if you think on it long enough that is what is going to manifest it's what's going to happen so I would like you to just to take a look in the mirror and say, "What am I thinking about? Am I thinking about something that is positive that is going to move me forward, or am I thinking about? I don't like the way I look. I'm too fat. I'm I don't like my nose. I, or whatever. If it's self shaming, you need to stop that. You need to stop talking." negative to yourself because what you think about and when you don't love yourself then that rubs off on other people and no wonder there's so many negative people out in the world and you run into them every single day because they don't love themselves so they're, they're pushing it off on you so I'm going to give you um The number to call is 917-889-9170. The number, again, is 919-9170. So there's a lot to be said about loving yourself and having a healthy mindset. I mean, there's a difference between being arrogant and conceited and really loving yourself. When you love yourself, you are confident in knowing your abilities and who you are. And uh, you portray uh, like a, a positive vibe, if I can say that. And people want to be around you. Don't you want to be around people who are energetic and they are uh, they're full of life, and you, you just you're wanting to listen to everything that they have to say because they love themselves, and they are they're putting positive, um, not so much energy, it, it's somewhat energy, energy out in the world, but they're actually, they have enough within themselves to give out to the world. So that is what I would say is a good beginning is to start at loving yourself and how to do that is to either to talk, talking out with some friends of maybe sharing, you know, your issues, your problems and um, working it out that way or seeing a counselor or or even reading some good books. Actually, um, Greg and I were talking about a lot of books that he has read and we will post it on his Facebook, and then later on, I will get an email and um, you can email me and I can email you different um, different papers that I have read that have helped me to get to a healthy mindset. But how I stay positive is looking at things and knowing that there is a Solution
3: to every problem.
2: You I know, mean, sometimes it may not be right away. You have to be patient. But if you can sit there and logically think, okay, I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to get angry and knock somebody in the world today or scream at my wife, husband, you know, whatever, or children. You just have to stop and take a deep breath and just level. Keep a level head and keep self-control because if you don't have self-control, I mean, you know, who else is going to control you? You have to control your thoughts. You have to control your feelings, and you have to take a deep breath and think, okay, I have a choice to react negatively or to react positively. And I choose to react in a positive way. I choose to speak life to somebody to speak life to myself instead of speaking death I refuse to speak death over myself and anybody else and that including calling names if you're in in a relationship friendship parental relationship uh, whatever type of relationship and you're calling each other names you need to stop It's time to grow up and to take a look at yourself and to watch what your mouth says because there's power in the tongue and words do hurt and you can't take back what you said. So like I said, it starts in the thought and then it gives down into your heart and then it comes out of your mouth. So you have the power. You have the power to choose to do. And so every day when I wake up, I choose to be positive. I choose to be happy. I choose to smile. I choose to give someone a compliment. And I choose life over death. So, I wanted to say hello to our chat moderator, Bonnie. So, if you're doing well, Bonnie, I'm glad you're listening. Thank you for everything that you're doing. I just had to throw that in there. So, uh, we're going to play a song by Whitney Houston. It's called The Greatest Love of All. Welcome back to the Debbie Allen Show, and I am your host, Debbie Allen, and I see that we have a caller. Oh, who's calling, please? Debbie, can you hear me?
3: Yes. Who's this? Hi, hi, Debbie. This is Regine Carney. Regine, I'm so glad you called in. Awesome. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, You know, I want to commend you on on what you're doing. Uh, You and Greg have the start of something awesome here, and I'll tell you why. All you have to do is look at what you read about what's going on in the media. And and like a couple weeks ago with Christoph St. John, you know, uh, they're kind of reporting now that that may have been a suicide. There's a lot of people hurting today. And they don't know where to go. They don't know how to deal with that hurt or, or even how to process it.
0: Right. And,
3: you know, I know that you talked about your faith last week, and I might have said something on Facebook yeah. about mine too. And, you know, even when you have faith, it can be a struggle, right? But th- there's a lot of people that don't have that. And they don't know where to go or what to do. That's and you true. just see this happening more and more. I mean, with our young folks today, you know, it, I had a, a colleague you know, three years ago, his son at an Ivy League school, committed suicide. They never saw it happening. You know, uh, there's a lot of people that need someone to talk to or need a program like this. So I was very long-winded and saying that what you're trying to do is very good. It's an excellent platform because people do need to release hurt or they do need a safe place that they can go. And this sounds like a safe place that you can land to talk about those things that, that, that are hurting you or, you know, the disappointments that, yeah, people, we all, we all experience that in life that we have. And how do we handle that? So right, I just wanted right, to say that exactly. I, I commend you on what, what what you want to do and the fact that, you know, you, you stripped off your Band-Aid last week and you just <laughs> bared your soul. And that takes a powerful woman to do that. So I want to thank you for, for doing that um, because you just made yourself so transparent and people today just aren't willing to do that. So I thank yeah, you for well, that.
2: Well, thank you for saying that, Regine. Um, I think that all that I've been through, uh, I have been humbled uh, because of just the hurt that I've been through and what I had to face, and then I I realized that that I could not do things on my own, that... When I gave my life over to the Lord and Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, that's when I knew that I needed his power to sustain me through times when I couldn't do it myself. And I know that there's different people who believe different things, and, you know, I respect them. Um, there's, There's no judgment here on anything, you know, or belief or anything like that, but I'm just telling you how I believe and what my experience is. Is that there were so many times When I shouldn't have been alive in the things that I went through And that I know <laughs> That God saved my life And that he was there Through the hardest times And that is where I went to That is where I looked to That is where I found a place to pray To the God Almighty Who has healed me Who has made me whole, who has made me be able to smile and live another day and face this life with a positive and a loving attitude uh, towards humanity. Because I do truly, and Greg has been amazed at this, he's like, you look at the the best in everybody. You know, most of the time, people look at somebody and, you know, they, they look for the negative. It's the first thing that, you know, that they're kind of scoping them out. You know, especially women. I don't know why women are haters of other women. I mean, why can't we empower, inspire, and lift up another woman? I mean, that's, if you really look at it, that's your sister, okay? Inspire somebody. Give them a compliment. Don't hate them. Speak words of life. And... When I wake up every day, I have a devotion, and I pray, and I dedicate my life every single day to loving people and to to just give it. Because when you give, I think it's like the best satisfaction of all. It's better to give than to take. So I believe it's... It's really important to give. And, yes, there are a lot of people who are hurting out there. I run into them every day. In fact, I was just talking to this lady today, and she was a professor. And she said,
1: you know,
2: all these profound things and very wise things. And as I was just listening to her, she said, you know, there's times when I have a really bad attitude. I'm in a bad mood and I take it out on everybody else, and then I go back and apologize. But then, you know, but then she had to hurry up and leave, and I didn't get to say to her, but, you know, when does that stop? I mean, do you do you keep on doing that in your life? Do you, you know that you shouldn't be taking out on everybody else and that you should be giving a lot more than just lecturing people in a classroom, being a professor. Why don't you... Become like a giver of life and speaking positive things and giving love to somebody because you never know that if you say one positive thing to somebody, that could literally save their life. You don't know that that person might be contemplating and going home and committing suicide that day and something that you said positively saved their life. It, was, mm-hmm. it, it, it just It was really sad that on my newsfeed I saw that this and it happens all the time every day It's all over the world that this I don't know why it stuck out in my head but this 27 year old girl wrote a note to her mother she was a dietitian, and she killed herself and wrote to her mother you know mama I'm sorry I mean what a heartbreaking I mean that just broke my heart because I have children and that would just devastate me and so you know this is why I'm speaking out and I want to speak life to whoever is listening out there that you just feel like you're not pretty enough you're not good enough you you don't have any gifts but I'm here to tell you that you're wrong God the creator has created you to be beautiful to live life and live it abundantly, and to give to others. So, um, Regine, any advice that you have, just speak it. I know you have a lot in you. I can feel it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you actually this this play is your two platform, so you
2: speak what, what you have to say. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you played two of my favorite songs, which... Um, I actually had Whitney to serenade me years ago on the greatest love of all um, oh so that's wow. always that, that's always been a very inspirational song for me, but uh, wow. I'm still going through trials, but you know the Lord is good, you know, and I know everybody has what they believe in, and right. you know i like you I, I don't judge people because who am I to judge
0: well. <laughs> exactly. you know I'm not gonna do that.
3: You know, right. I, I, I'm never right. going to be perfect. I'm striving to be that, but I'm, I stumble and I fall a lot. But I will tell you this, Debbie, because um, I've had some difficult moments. And hearing you last week, mm, I'm going to keep it together. <clears throat> hearing what you said last week, you reached me at a point where I was really low. And I try not to get in that Face because I have my faith And he just doesn't You know when I call out to him He just doesn't let me get Too far down there And, and yeah. listening to you last week Kind of pulls me Out of that And I just said you know what I'm just going to get up Get in my car Go for a drive Go somewhere a little isolated Pray over this And then come back And um, it made me realize going through what you've gone through reminded me of what he's gone through for us. Yes. And I immediately yes. felt guilty for feeling the bad way that I did because what did his mother witness? You know, I could never right. witness my son being sacrificed for anybody. Um, and so I got right. over my pity party, but it got me thinking. One thing that I do, Debbie, that's been very Therapeutic for me, because I'm entering my seventh year of these trials, is that I journal a lot. That's good. Whenever I'm That's feeling real, a certain okay. way, I have a okay. journal, and, and I write in that journal. Well, last week, uh, I pulled out a journal from two years ago that I had been writing in around this time. And I immediately got on my knees and thanked the Lord for all those things he got me through. When I can look back through a journal to see where I've been and where I am today, it shakes me out of feeling that way. You know, we're we're all human. We're all going, you know, we'll never be perfect. We can have bad days, but that has been very helpful in getting me to snap out of that and say, look, Regine, look how you've been blessed in these things that have happened, and two years that ago I was homeless. Great I was homeless. I'm a professional executive that was homeless, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. Um, a, a, a field that I was in for over 27 years. You know, when people don't need you anymore, they kind of put you out there. It's like, okay, you've done everything for me. Don't right. need you anymore, and uh, right. you know. I'm, I've survived it. So I think journaling is a, a good and a positive way. And my journals aren't all books. It's just some Some of them, my early journals were, uh, I have some napkins that I just jotted some thoughts down on, and then I eventually went and stapled everything back together to keep oh, it together for that year.
2: Fire.
3: But when we're able there, there, to look back and say... Fire. Because when we can look at that, you know, just – and your your story last last week made me think of that. It's like, you know, I started thinking about my road that I've been on. And it's like, wow, and I'm here today, so.
2: Right, and you um, you made it through, and you're not angry and bitter. And I'm sure you went through those feelings because that's natural to go through those feelings of – of hurt and anger and why is this happening to me? And you 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 feel you feel knocked down. But you know, what mm-hmm. I have to say is that warriors even get knocked down. You're a warrior mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. a lot of warriors out there and you can overcome it. I mean what happens when you go through the storms in life, it's like a hurricane in a in a lighthouse. I'm sure you've seen those pictures of a lighthouse being, like, pulled by the ocean, you know, Mm -hmm. in a hurricane, and it just hits it and hits it and hits it, but it's still standing, and the light is still shining out of it, so that's what you are, Regine. (laughs) You are a lighthouse. You have a light within you to give. You have a lot of gifts, and things that happen in life I mean who knows why we go through them most of the time but you've come out of it and it's going to be used for greatness because you have greatness within you and so you keep on being positive and speaking words of life over yourself and not death because we have power in our tongue and when you speak words of life it will it will happen so just keep positive and and wake up every day and say, thank you, God, for another day that I have my life and I have a choice to go out there and do something, like, awesome. <laughs> you know, just just <laughs> smile. Just smile and be happy. And, you know, I, I know that sometimes people look at me and are like, why are you smiling, you know? And I'm just like I'm just a happy person, you know. and um you know, I I just I love to give and I love to laugh, you know. Greg and I laugh all the time and, and we just we encourage one another and say positive things, you know, all the time to one another. It doesn't mean that we don't go through our trials and hard times. Trust me we have. But, you know, there's what, isn't uh, that
3: what isn't that choice. what brings you to a stronger place? Yes.
2: Definitely. I agree. Because, like I told my kids, I said, you know, this world is harsh. Don't expect anybody to be giving anything to you. I said, you will go through pain. I said, but pain, you learn from it, and you grow from it, and you become tougher and stronger. But to keep a healthy mindset through it all is what the challenge is. And, I mean, who doesn't like a challenge? I mean, if you don't like a challenge, right. then, then you're not really growing. So um, I don't mind a challenge. In fact, I, I like overcoming the challenge. Um, mm-hmm. Makes life a little more, I guess, spicy or whatever. <laughs>
3: but um, It's all in how you receive it,
2: right? Right. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to uh, play a song. And it's about everything must change. But thank you, Regine, and I hope you call in again next week. And I just really appreciate um, you sharing. And
3: I will be praying for you,
2: and I love you, sis.
3: Same here. Love you, too.
2: Okay.
0: Rain comes from the clouds and sunlight. And uh huh.
2: back to the Debbie Allen show and I am your host Debbie Allen. Well I hear Regine that you're still on the line. Are you there Regine? (laughs)
3: Yes I am Debbie.
2: I am so sorry. I'm glad you're still on the line because I still want to talk to you. Um, I jumped the gun too quick but um, I would like if you don't mind for you to share just a little bit of you know what you went through. I know that you said you you were like an executive, and uh, um, what you went through did not did not define you because you made it back. What do you think that held you together inside? What what held you together going through that tragedy? And uh, how did
3: how did you feel? Well, it's not the most comfortable feeling, <laughs> and I'm the type of person I don't like to feel uncomfortable. Um, no, I know, me neither. <laughs> I I had surrounded myself, and I don't mean huge numbers of people, uh, but select people that I knew would pray for me. Um, those that had positive attitudes uh, at the time all of this happened, um, I was going through an illness, and um, they couldn't they were di- they were testing me for multiple sclerosis. Um, uh, uh. Leukemia was another it was, I had various symptoms, and it all came down to that it was my thyroid, uh, which is something with in women that go undiagnosed, but through this all, I was married at the time. And my husband always viewed me as being this powerful executive woman. I obviously Mm -hmm. did not marry for money because some people do that. I I didn't. I married for love. And my husband actually left me when I was ill. And to this day, I mean, we're best friends now. Uh, Amen to that because the Lord was definitely in the mix in the midst of all of that but um, I didn't hold it together. I don't, you know looking back on it, he held me together um, to get me to a certain point but what I realized through women praying for me and women coming alongside of me was that I was going through all of this and I've had two prophets that tell me or even ask me if I was journaling and Mm. I had been journaling for some time because they're like, you have stories to tell other women that are going through this. Um, I didn't see it at that time, but I I continued to journal. Um, I wasn't thinking clearly because of my situation with my thyroid, and it took about five years to get that straight. I don't know if you know anything about thyroid issues, but your thyroid pretty much controls your entire body. It controls how you feel, how you think. And at that time, I was going through the change and thought a lot of that was because of that, which it wasn't. I had Mm -hmm. doctors that wanted to um, put me on psychotic drugs because they thought I was depressed. And I said, no, I didn't want to do that. I'm going to, because I knew the consequences of that would be, Another issue of being dependent On them right. right? For me staying prayed up Even not knowing why I was pray- And having that blind faith, faith That faith that tells you I gotta go Get in my car and go somewhere Across this country Not knowing how I'm gonna get home
2: But right. he got me home
3: Exactly uh, It I don't want to say it takes a strong person to be that way, but whenever your faith wavers, for me, and I know this is not about just about faith, but you're asking what did it for me, that's what has brought me here today, was having the strong faith that I did, being around women that were supportive. And they weren't there all the time. Sometimes it was just a phone call. Um, you know, through the midst of, Losing a job and all these other things i I lost someone that was very dear to me. He was like my son, and having to handle that and deal with that and to come back mm-hmm. from that, you know I thought i 'd never come back, um, but I did then losing a niece you know there's a there was a lot of loss in in the seven years um, And when I look back in my journals, you know, I have to wipe my brow and say, wow, I got through that. Yeah. But it's because of those those things that I had set in place. The other thing was going out and taking that brisk walk every morning. You know, the exercise, getting those endorphins in my brain, you know, getting that to work for me, getting things to work for you, even though you don't want to step out of bed, you don't want to get out of bed you just want to want to take the covers and cover yourself up but I had to do that and I had to get out as uncomfortable as it was I had to get out and do those things because I do have a child, I have a son and I'm like, you know, well what kind of legacy am I going to leave for him if I just decide to curl up and not make some things happen so right. you know, I just started to dig deep within myself and started to love myself again because when your spouse kind of walks away, that's like, well, am I really that bad? And I put it on myself for a moment there. Um, The blessing behind that, he came back three years later to say, you know, you're a beautiful person that you still care about me and the way that I treated you. And he's so remorseful for it. And I just let him off the hook all the time. I'm like, look, you know, that's the past. The Lord, for me, it's the Lord. He had me go through things to bring me where I am now. Because if I didn't experience that pain, how would I be able to to even try to help someone get through that?
2: That's very true. So. That's, uh Wow. I I got goosebumps all over. I'm so glad that you shared that because there's somebody out there that is listening that is um, needing to hear what you have to say and to realize that you have worth as a woman and to to take those baby steps of um, taking a walk or, you know, uh, starting to eat right, doing little, little steps. Sometimes it's not the big thing, but it's the little things. And I remember at one time when I was going through a divorce, he was just like driving me crazy. And the doctors wanted to put me on antidepressants. And I said, no, I refuse to go on any kind of drugs. It was because of what happened to my aunt that it really, um, uh, devastated me that I would never take pills or do drugs or anything like that and I said I'm going to start doing things and loving myself and realizing the worst that I have and becoming healthy is showing yourself I have worth so I'm going to build myself back up and then to the world what worth I have and then show other women that they have worth that you are of value and that you deserve to be loved and you deserve to be treated with respect so I mean thank you so much um, for sharing that so um right now and just hang on regine i'm not gonna let you go this time i'm gonna play another song okay (laughs) it's about a woman's worth so just hang on okay Mm -hmm. i'll be right back by me Debbie Allen, Regina, are you still there? Yes, I am, Debbie. I just I want to thank you so much for calling in. This is this is pretty awesome, hearing your story and um, how you've gone through it and how you are going to be able, you're, you're going to touch so many people, Regine, you just don't even know. You don't even know. I mean, I just, I, I feel so strongly you've got such a, a story to tell people that they will sit there with their mouths open just thinking, I really, really needed to hear this. So you are going going to bless a lot of people and you're going to be used greatly. I hope so <laughs> Yes, yes, definitely And always, always, always Keep your head up Don't get discouraged If you do go through a discouraging moment Just take your thoughts Like I said, it, it starts in the thoughts You have to take control over those thoughts And say, nope, I'm not going to think those thoughts And just cast them away And start thinking um, things that that are pure, lovely, of good report, um, being thankful. to just start going down the list of things that you're thankful for. You know, I'm thankful that that I can walk, I can talk, I can see, I can hear, um, I can, you know, touch people. I can, you know, just whatever that you're thankful for, and then it. It cultivates a a heart of gratitude. I mean, who doesn't want to be around somebody like that? I mean, you don't want to be around somebody who's constantly, like, negative and, you know, bad attitude and stuff. I mean, I know they're going through things, so, you know, you should be there to help that person, but to continually being around um, those type of people will bring you down, you know. So just keep your head up. Because you're a strong woman, I can hear it in your voice and I can feel it. So you 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 go on, mighty warrior, <laughs> and you keep slaying it. You know you're you're doing good already, and I think the advice that you gave is so so imperative: is to journal and to mm-hmm. start taking care of your health. Because if you know you don't have your health, you know it it makes it difficult, really difficult to um, do the things that you know that you should do. So um, just just keep your head up. Like I said, you're a, a beautiful woman inside and out. And, um, and I always say that, um, you know, whenever I get my spa, yes, I'll be making people, men and women, look so much better on the outside. You know, you could look pretty and beautiful. Um, but... Where the real beauty is, it starts from the inside, and yes, you know, it does. Yeah, and you kind of got to know that where where the steps. You know, first it starts in your thoughts. So have self control, control your anger, control your attitude, and um, some people need an attitude change, attitude adjustment. You know, so uh, look at yourself in the mirror and say, Do I like what I've become? And if not, change it. You have the it. power Absolutely. to do that. Yes, yes. And, you know, look in the mirror and say, I'm worthy. I'm a woman of worth. I'm beautiful because you're beautiful inside. And uh, just just keep on doing what you're doing. I'm so, so proud of you. And um, I want you to keep calling on every show. And I'm going to expect it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> So. What, do you want
3: a story every show? Oh, boy, do I have yeah. a lot of those. Shows. Oh, yeah, let's, let's
2: bring some laughter and some fun. And <laughs> uh, Yeah, next show is going to be awesome. I'll tell you uh, a little bit at um, the end before we play a song on what that show is going to be about. But is there any last words that you want to say?
3: Well, can I plagiarize what one of my life coaches told me one time?
0: Oh yeah, and, definitely.
3: And, and, and I, it, it's just, it's so simple. But every, every, anytime I'm in a situation, particularly if it's with difficult people, you know, mm-hmm. I think one thing with us, and I think you and I both have, have experienced this, where people disappoint you in life, right. and you kind of take that internal. She told me this one day. She said, uh, I, my ex-husband sometimes would use profanity, and mm-hmm. it was just that would be something that would just normally shut me down. I have to use the story to be able to explain it right. And okay. we were going through the process of divorce, because I told him, you want a divorce, you have to divorce me, because biblically I'm not going to do that. You have to do that. And any time we'd start talking, he knew that if he started using expletives, that it would push my buttons. So one day she says to me, she says, Regine, she says, you need to learn how to to celebrate the knowledge. And I said, what? She says, yeah, celebrate the knowledge that you know he's going to speak that way. Then you have to make a decision, and it's up to you. Do you want to keep the lines of communication open so that you can get through this part of your life with him? Or do you want to be right on shutting him down because of the language he's using? And then when I thought about that, I was like, well, I really need to keep the conversation open. Mm
0: -hmm. So I had to
3: learn not to hear those words he was throwing out at me. So she said, celebrate the knowledge that you know he's going to be that way. Celebrate not that he's that way, but that you recognize that you, you know it. Don't claim it. That's his. But keep right. the line. If the lines of communication, if that's more important than let the other go, and I find now I do that with people in life. Somebody rude in the grocery store, or somebody slips into a parking space that I had been waiting for. Sometimes we don't know what that other yeah. person is going through, so that's I like that I always call it giving somebody a, a, a pass card. You know right. when you play Monopoly. You get that yeah. card that gets you out of jail or pass, pass go or whatever. You know, I yeah, I mentally I
2: thinking about, yeah, get out of jail free. <laughs> I mentally give
3: out those cards to people because what does that for me, if I claim somebody's ugliness then I become a little ugly myself. If I don't yeah. claim it and give those cards out, I stay happy. I don't know if that makes sense but. No, yes,
2: it does make a lot of sense That is such <laughs> great advice Because um,
3: When I run Into
2: people who are nasty I just I kind of give them what Greg calls the dumb dumb Look, but really not the dumb dumb look I just look at them <laughs> like I'm looking straight through their soul Like, okay And a million thoughts are running through my mind I don't know, this is just the way that I think uh, we just but, like, I, I just look at them, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, why is this person so nasty? <laughs> why mm-hmm. do they got such a nasty attitude? I'm not going to let that get on me, but I choose to, uh, I guess what the saying is, kill them with kindness. But I I, mm-hmm. I will come back with something of, you know, a compliment. I'll be like... Um, now, you look really nice today, and I'll like ignore their nastiness, and it kind of throws them off because. Oh,
3: that's great. They,
2: yeah, they, 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 they want you to respond to them in a nasty way. Don't give them that power. Really? I refuse to give them that power. Like one one time, I made a decision after like driving and going through all this road rage. And you know somebody was putting me off, and I was with them off back. <laughs> but I thought, you know what? That's what they expect. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give them that power. So I have the choice of what to do. So I just, I blow them a kiss, and I just wave at them. You know.
3: I <laughs> mm-hmm. you know this
2: sounds crazy, but it's the whole thought process of you don't need to give back the nastiness if somebody's nasty to you. Right. You know, you have the power right. to. To, to, to come back, and um, and you, you don't know what, like you said, you don't know what that person has just gone through. You know, they, they, they could have gotten served from their husband about a divorce or found out that, you know, their wife or husband cheated on them or something, mm-hmm. you know, something devastating mm-hmm. or someone, you know, has passed away, and you really don't know. So when you come back, with something uh, of love and nice, right, then I believe in what my tagline is, you know, to spread the love and mm-hmm. to inspire people. And most of the time I believe that that opens up a door when you're nice to somebody and they're ugly to you and ladies, we have a you call. are we nice have a call. to them. We have one more call, ladies. One more second. We have a call. Oh. A call. Welcome. Well, Regina, I can talk to you all night long, so... <laughs> Okay. We have I
0: another call. Caller,
2: you're call. on the air. Hello?
1: Caller, you're on the air. Hello.
2: Hello? How's it going? Hello. Welcome in. Who am I talking to? You're at the Debbie Drew Allen Show. Peterson.
1: Drew Peterson.
2: How are you, Drew? Good. So, so how what, are you doing? What, all what would call? you like to talk about? What would you like to share?
1: And let me just be honest with you. I'm a drunk pimp. Okay.
0: We'll just cut that one off. Okay. We'll just cut that one off. We know where that was going. There's always <clears throat> people like that. <laughs> okay.
3: Sorry about that, ladies.
2: Okay. All right. Resine, still there?
3: <laughs> we know where that was going. I'm a drunk oh, okay. pimp. You know where we're going, ladies. There's always, there's always it like that. I want to know if Greg just blew him a kiss. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> you have no idea.
2: Hey, I'm, I'm starting a new it. trend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow kisses. I'm sitting in the control room. Just put me off on the road and say stuff like that. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm sitting in the control room watching it fall. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was, that
3: was quite interesting.
2: Thank you, my producer.
3: You're welcome. That's We're what I do for that. you. Okay. Uh, oh, that was too funny.
2: Yeah, was it was too funny. funny. Okay. So uh okay. can we play the song uh
3: I went to Houston Miracle?
2: Yep. And then Walking by Mary Mary. Okay. Okay, Regine, I will yes. talk to you in another time. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for calling us again. Thank you. Welcome back to the Debbie Allen show and I am your host, Debbie Allen. I just wanna say we will not tolerate any disrespect at all. This is a show to help other people. You think it's a joke, it's not. Um better be careful because one time in your life you may be where you might need some help. So that's all I gotta say about that. So my closing statement is take one day at a time. Like Regine said, Get out for a walk, journal, write down your thoughts. There is hope. Never think that there is not hope. We are here. Please call in anytime if you need to talk or email. Uh, I will send out an email through Greg's Facebook. Just take one day at a time. Keep walking. If you fall down, get back up and realize that you have worth and you have value. So next week we'll be having a special guest, and that's Greg Lasseter, and we'll be speaking about couples and relationships. So please join us, and we will let you know when that show is going going to be on and spread the love, inspire, and empower. So we will play a song by Mary Mary walk I thank my producer Greg Laster
3: You've been listening to The Debbie Allen Show with Debbie Allen here at G Radio, New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. Stay tuned next week. She'll be right back. Same time, same channel. Don't go anywhere. Hit her up with some feedback
1: on The Debbie Allen Show.
3: Until next time, we'll talk to you again.